0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Time to connect with Alma Pollard. Alma is the editor of The Green Times. Now, I love wild animals, always been fascinated by them. I thought for a long time I wanted to be a nature conservationist. Then I wanted to be a vet. And then, well, look where I've ended up. Weird how the years change your focus and your perceptions of life. But I've always been fascinated and collected as many books on wild animals. And there's one of my favorite cats. You know, we call it a caracool here in uh, in Southern Africa. And uh, a lynx, which is just such a cool word to say, particularly if you're a boy. And we get to talk about a lynx on the radio. I mean, could it be better than that? And... Some success stories in the midst of question marks around conservation and life in general. Good morning to you out there in the Helderberg. Hope you're warm and well, Alma Pollard. Good morning.
1: Yes, it is a little bit chilly, but, you know, we have to learn to adapt to these things. We need to have our winter. Yes. So I think I think for me, just to frame today's discussion again is, you know, we've been talking a lot about the importance of biodiversity mm. and the threat of which is um, the, con- the, the, the cause of, of um, you know, the current pandemic that we're battling with. Yes. So that is really our very strong focus at the moment. And the issue with how can mankind have, have, I almost want to say their cake and eat it, but <laughs> that's exactly what we don't want. Um, how can we how can we have enough food without destroying biodiversity, really? Because it's very often the farming that it, that well the farmers are so threatened by wild animals and so on because their animals get attacked. So mm. that's why I decided to speak about the story today because number one it's a success story of how successfully man can live in peace with big cats. Yes. And how important the whole process of education is for that. Firstly, the European story, and then we can just bring it home to South Africa with a local example as well. So um, the lynx, what used to be an abundance in European forests, Mm. and then they declined, and they actually completely—they were completely um, destroyed and disappeared by World War One. So that is, that is very sad. But mm. there was the, uh, they started reappearing naturally by 1980. And they have been highly su- uh, successfully protected since 1993. Yeah. So it's interesting. The reasons why they disappeared was, number one, hunting, um, landscape changes, and habitat fragmentation that hinder migration. Mm. So wild animals need to move around. And fences and farmers putting up fences is a huge issue for them and then, of course, shooting them when they come through the fence and so on. So did you know that South Africa is one of the most fenced places in the world? No, I didn't know that. The interesting thing that I've also read is that apparently we started erecting so many fences so that we don't have to have so much staff looking after our animals. So we'll discuss that just now. It Actually, there's a big change back to rather appointing um, people, creating more jobs and allowing nature to migrate through. So this story really comes from WWF, F, and it's part of their new deal for nature and people, whose goal is to halt and re- reverse biodiversity and habitat loss by 2030, which, of course, is music to my ears. Mm. I think that's just awesome and a great thing for us also to put our weight behind. So they are focused on the successful reintroduction into the appropriate habitats of, of biodiversity and, and wild animals. But they but the most important thing is it depends on the acceptance by general public. So it's very much an educational thing. So there's this International Link Day, which was started in 2017 and it was now on the 11th of June. Mm. That's also why we're talking about this. And they're promoting a peaceful coexistence, which for me is just such a beautiful key thing to yeah. put out. Keep, keep peaceful coexistence. This is what our future demands. Let's see how we can make it happen between links and local residents, between in South Africa, the leopards and the other predators mm. and the farmers and, and all of us. So we can't just go back we can't stay the way we were which is why why i don't want the, the old normal which is why i'm queen on a new normal <laughs> but you know we've got good examples of um in ukraine for example they've got the save the links program and they now have 563 links as far as they know there um they cannot make known the map of protected areas because they have many protected areas because of fear of predators, uh, of poachers. Well, poachers are also predators, eh? Mm. So interesting that that has to to remain secret from mankind. Otherwise, people will go and shoot them. Um, So they had 2,860 poaching reports in 2019 56 people were charged and only two were prosecuted. Mm. So now you know they are after 563 links, which is all there is. Yeah. So it's quite it's quite a hectic story. Still, and then for example in Romania, there are now one, between 1,200 and 1,500 links in a variety of landscapes. So like there's some very good um, correct corrections that have happened. But more so important that we keep talking about this and that we keep making people aware that we can actually peacefully coexist and still have our farms and our food that we need. And an example of that is, and we discussed it before, I just want to refer briefly to Dr. Bull Smuts, who's a vet, and he is the guy who started the Landmark Foundation. And it's all about protecting the carnivores and the predators on on farms where people have sheep and, and animals like that that are threatened by them. So, and as a good example, he's created farm, farms in the Karoo where they, it's called herded grazing and night crawls. So instead of having all the fences, um, they herd the, the, you know, they've got shepherds who herd and look after the, the sheep in the daytime. And at night they put them in crawls and they protect it. So they have, they replaced fences with semi-skilled labor. And these special shepherds earn 60% more than the average farm worker. So all in all, you know, you can see how it benefits people and it benefits nature at the same time. And that is exactly what is possible. And that is how the future needs to look.
0: Elmer, one thing I've noticed from this conversation and from others that we've had and from uh, so much to do with this is education ignorance is not bliss we can't just keep on like we've been keeping on i think this is an essential part of us being able to grapple with all of these things is you can't say you know ignorance or not knowing is bliss because if you if you don't know that you don't know you're just going to keep on causing the trouble but we need to get to a point of knowing that we don't know and then moving to that space of okay what can we do to change and i think think these conversations are so important
1: Absolutely. At this point I would go as far as saying ignorance is lethal. Yeah. And we can't remain in that in that bubble. Let's just be aware of what we do, how it impacts our nature and how that impact comes back to you because it's a round place. I remember my daughter said it comes around the planet mm-hmm. and hits you from behind whatever <laughs> you do. <laughs> yes. And it's so true, this is how the planet works. So we have impacts that in the past, we were not aware of. Um, I believe that people don't, didn't intentionally do those bad things. Um, some maybe, yes, but the majority of people really do things because of ignorance. They're trying to protect their farms. They're trying to put food on the table, etc. People generally have good intentions. But now we're aware. So now in South Africa, that is a big fight. I mean, you know, there's a bit, lot of resistance also from farmers because they feel threatened by us greenies who want to protect wild animals. You can understand that also. But there's a middle way in which everybody can be happy and we're creating more work which is exactly what
0: we need. The story with some beautiful photography and some of the things I'm a sucker for, and that's infographics. Uh, you'll find that giving you a really great idea of what's happening. And uh, who knew there were so many links in Scandinavia? You'll find that pick and beautiful photography and more and other stories, not to do with links, but other things that you simply need to read on thegreentimes.co.za. I say this every week, but when you're done there, there's a link to Kate Pulpit's website as well. You can click through and head back to listen to some great podcasts Including this one from Elmer, which you'll find on kpulpit.co.za. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.